Well, we live. Right now, it's just my, myself, Jordan, I believe, is getting back to his seat. There he is. What's going on, man? Oh, man. What's going on? What's going on? My bad for that. I was trying to get my phone charger. But. I'm sorry. All right. Catch my breath real quick. Whew. All right. Be good. Be good. Welcome back to the JJ Sports Talk. I'm your host, the Big J, aka Jordan John Louis. Got my got my co-host. Um, I don't know what to call him. I don't know Kyle Edwards or Zion Williamson. I don't know, man. It's all but good. uh man, how you doing, man? I'm good. I, I'm good. A lot of so much going on in sports. Like it's it's just the sports fans' dream right now. I don't. Am I lagging on your end? Am I frozen? Not on my end, no. Oh no. One second. Could both both buggers are frozen right now. On my end. Oh man. I don't know. I don't want to figure that out. I can let people know. You know, so much you got. Well, the women's. Yeah. Championship game was last night. We got men's tonight. It's the final week of the NBA season. You got um, if you're in the golf, you got Masters this week. You've got baseball just started out. This is their first week of their um, regular season. You got what NHL coming out to the end before the playoffs. Yep, it's just too much right now. Too much. Yeah, and then you got golf going on to the Masters. The Masters week. Uh, that that yep. too, um yeah. So like this, just like Kyle said, um I mean yeah, we got a lot going on. Um I, I mean they got the NFL draft coming up too at the end of the month. Yeah. Uh, that too. Um, yep. A lot of these QBs are are pretty sure they're almost done. Um the pro days, the one that we 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 wanted to like Will Levis did his, Bryce Young did his, CJ Stroud did his. Um, Anthony Richardson did his. So, I mean, mostly all the QBs that are off the list are, are that we want to see. We saw and at the combine, either at the combine or if you didn't see him in the combine, we saw him at the pro day. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any, like, I mean, I know pro day is just like, you know, there's no defense. They just quarterback just throw the ball. Um, yeah. But do you see a quarterback who, um, I mean, I'm not sure if you saw the pro days or, the combine and not just receiver or or not 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 just QB receiver too. Like, did you see anyone that kind of like sparked your interest as far as like draft? Um, you know, rookie. Like, you know, did you have your eye on this year? Um, I don't know. well, I'm well. The interesting thing with like pro days and combine and all that, it's just that guys like Richardson look great in that's in that you know kind of platform where it's very controlled you know he knows what he wants to go out there and do because we've seen the clip like three billion times where he rolls out throws a deep bomb whatever and that's going to have teams anxious to bring him in but we know football is more than that you got to read defenses you have to recognize blitzes you have to recognize all that so i never really take too much from combine or pro days because, I mean, Gene, you know, people on Sports Empire Network have brought this up about, like, Bryce Young. If you look at Alabama game tape, 
that's kind of what you're going to base it off of other than, you know, you know, interviews with him to kind of get his personality and all that. But looking at Will Levis, who looks like, I don't know, physical specimen as well. Sure. But I, I don't know, because even 40 times, it's like everybody now basically runs 4-2 to 4-4. Whereas, you know, not too long ago, if you ran a 4-3, people's jaws would drop. Now people are like, where's the four twos at so i i mean i don't know because well i guess for me as a patriots fan i paid attention to wide receivers of course and running backs because the, that's somewhat of a need for them um you know guys like was it like deuce vaughn or something i i saw them at the combine they look pretty good but i don't, I don't really want to read too much into a lot of that stuff yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple QBs. I mean, I, mean, I think their style is going to be, I mean, I mean, I know way the Ohio State was. I mean, I know it's, it's at the college level, and NFL is way different than the, than the college level, just like basketball. The intensity, the level of play, the level of talent is different. Um, that's with any pro pro level sport. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I mean – um, like Bryce Young with his, you know, height and his weight, like he, he might be compared to Colin Murray and similar in the way they measure at the, at the Jap combine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an Alabama fan, so like, you know, I'm I have I have high praise on like the Alabama QBs. Like, you know, I even though I, I pick on you about the Patriots and Mac Jones, like that's my boy because he went to Alabama. I mean, I, I have all respect for all Alabama players. Um, you know, like uh, Mark Ingram, um, you know, uh, Jalen Hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, like all the guys who came came through that program. Um, but I mean, you look at the title, man, of the show, uh, Money in the Bank. Um, obviously, Lamar Jackson is the, I mean, other than Aaron Rodgers, he, he's the only QB like there's a hot commodity around here. I know every week we kind of have talk about Lamar and Aaron Rodgers, but I want to, uh, I had the Twitter posting of Lamar's like. So first, we're gonna break down like the initial like tweet of his um, putting in his request for a trade. And then mm-hmm. he has some interesting trolling tweets about that he said on Twitter the other other day, which I want to bring up. But first, let me sure. share my screen real quick. I'm, I'm not sure if you saw the the other the other what Lamar Jackson said. I probably didn't because I feel like the last thing I heard was the whole trade request thing. All right, let me, um, okay. Before I forget, let me go back and put it on the screen. Um, Are you seeing it yet? Mm. Did you add it to the stream? Uh, I don't. I just see me, me, and your, like us, like our boxes. I don't see the. Uh, yeah, in your end, there should be like a box to add the shared screen to the stream. All right, one second.
Jordan, are you gone? Are you still here? I, I guess while he tries to figure that out. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about Lamar Jackson. You know, uh, I've kind of made my stance clear about all that in that I kind of see why it's playing out the way that it is. I know some people are, I, I don't know, Lamar Jackson has become kind of this All right, so I guess. Wait. Oh, Jordan, are you? All right, yeah. This is so weird, man. All right. It said it's always keep saying millions on responses. Oh. All right, let me uh do, do this again. So, yeah, I'm going to pull up the tweet. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, on March 27th, uh, Lamar came on Twitter and said, I love it to my fans. I want to first thank you all for all the love and support you can constantly show towards me. All of you are amazing, and I appreciate y'all so much. I want y'all, you all to know not to believe everything you read about me. But let me personally answer your questions. Okay. Uh, the, the thread. In regards to my future plans, as of March 2nd, I requested a trade from the Ravens organization for which the Ravens has not been interested in meeting my value. Any and everyone that has met with me or been around me know I love the game of football, and my dream is to help a team win Super Bowl. You all are great, but I had no, had to make a business decision that was best for my, my family and I. No matter how far I go or where my career takes me, I'll continue, continue to be close to my fans of Baltimore, Flock Nation, and the entire state of Maryland. You'll, you'll see me again. Uh, so let's stay connected. Subscribe to my fan page. Um, so before we dive into the other tweets, um, I mean, this this was a critical time when he posted this. This was right before Harbaugh like sat down for the owners' meetings. Like, um, so it kind of tweeted like in the morning time. Um, do you think this was a sincere like trade request, or do you was think this was like a buy? Huh? It was a buy. I mean, but do you think that it was kind of? I mean, we talk about the draft coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Like teams have kind of been out on Lamar, but people are waiting for the draft to, to happen or after the draft. But they, do you think Lamar said if that? I read that push... as another team, there's no rush for me. He's basically let people know he's not going back to Baltimore. He He's done with him. I mean, I, I mean, but I'm saying, like, do you think that he kind of puts it out there to, like, to, like, get the ball rolling on team, like, the Ravens to, like, get a new, con- a new contract done? You think it was actually a sincere goodbye to the Ravens organization? That's a goodbye. He's he's done. He's talked to them long enough. He's over it. The only thing Baltimore should read into that is maybe pull the tag back. Let's get into trade negotiations with these other teams where now these teams are like, oh, we don't have to give up the first this year and next year. We can negotiate something different. That's what I'm reading from that. Maybe that's Lamar's whole angle on all this. Make it so that Baltimore pulls the tag away 
maybe that gets a deal done quicker. Because if, if it stays the way it is now, teams are waiting till after the draft. And Lamar's just got to sit there all this time wondering, well, maybe he's talked to, to a team and knows that they're interested in him and maybe have told them their plans for after the draft. Maybe he already knows that. But for Baltimore, Baltimore seriously has to think about take the tag back, you know, ask Lamar what team he wants to go to, and then start talking to that team, work out a trade. But that definitely reads like, look, I tried with Baltimore. They don't want me. I'm gone. So um, to the second part of the of the sec- segment, um, Lamar, so he posted this. The I think request seen the, seen the trade request. There was a tweet on on March twenty seventh. So this is the twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was so there, there's a lot of talk about that game where you know because the Bengals he well he 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 hurt his knee um, out of the PCL strain against the Broncos, and he sat out the rest of the year. Um, but there was talks that like, oh why did he? make the, the team playing. Why didn't he travel with the team? And um there was like, oh he is this game on his team. Blah, blah, blah. So he had to clarify again. Um so I don't remember me sitting out oh my gosh week one versus Jets to week twelve versus the Broncos. How come all of a sudden I I set out because of money in which I could have got hurt at any time within that time frame. When we know that that's the, the Super Bowl um I've been on my mind since April twenty eighteen. Let's get real. I'd rather have a 100% PCL than go out there and play horrible, forcing myself to put my guys in the best situation. Now that's selfish to me. Um, so what do you think about that? Like, Do you think that he... Um, I was one of those who thought it was a little weird he wasn't at the playoff game. I mean, I get he was hurt or whatever. It still looked weird that he wasn't there. And maybe now with the tweet you read before... Maybe it makes some sense. But, yeah, there there are a lot of people who said if he had a contract, he would have played. Doesn't necessarily make sense to me because if he made this whole season about betting on himself to then play up to a certain point and then sit out doesn't make any sense. Lamar trying to point out he played from week one to week 12. That's mm. kind of the issue is that later in the season, he's not available past couple of years. Not saying that's necessarily the trend, but that's the trend going right now. So I get what Lamar's doing here. He's, you know, I guess trying to control the narrative because we know with a lot of these uh, like sports media people on TV, sometimes they run with a narrative and they just, take it as far as it can go with it and i'm sure lamar sits at home and sees these shows talking about him and he felt like he had to do this you know that's where the social media age definitely is a benefit because if there was no social media and most people were paying attention to you know tv media personalities they may have a completely different viewpoint on this whole situation so i'm not mad at lamar for that But, yeah, I I wasn't one of those who thought if he had a guaranteed contract, he would have played those final weeks. Because, like I said, he said he was betting on himself. That would have been kind of foolish to do it that way. 
But even with that, there's people on TV who are like, yeah, if I was Lamar, I'd sit out too. But it's like, he told everybody he was betting on himself. That's not betting on yourself at all. To miss games at the end of the year where it's most important. That's why I was just like, I, it's been really weird with this story in terms of, you know, stories that have come out and all that. What's going on, Dylan? Hey, what's, what's up, on, guys? Dylan? What up, what up, what up? Um, yeah, we were just talking about, like, the the Lamar, like, tweet, that initial tweet that him requesting the trade. And then now we're talking about the him beckoning himself up, with him missing the Bengals game, and him, like, if he was on 100% PCL and me, he would have played and, like, he wanted his guys down. When I believe, like, Lamar wouldn't have sat out and, like, how, I think he was just hurt. Um, I mean, I don't think that's – I mean, obviously he doesn't have an agent, so the A's not saying that. Um, I think that's sincerely him saying that hey, if he wasn't 100%, he wouldn't have played or he, he would have played. Um, and a lot of people are saying, oh, he's uh, – I mean, yeah, he was calling out due to, like, the money. That's one part, but – he, he, I mean, he, he even said that the, the Super Bowl has been on his mind since 2018. Even when he had the draft, like, he was like, oh, the Rams are going to get the Super Bowl out of me. Like, believe that. Um, like, he said that at, during an interview. And, like, I mean, obviously, no one questions Lamar's, like, ability to play the game and, like, of him winning and his mentality. But the media, of course, when he misses a, a, a game where he, he could have – we all know the RG3 situation where, you know, he played on a bad knee and then he got hurt, got an ACL. But, yeah, like, but, uh, that was ACL. Now, Lamar's talking about a PCL. I think, but I'm saying, fans. but I'm saying, like, but I'm saying, if he would have played, it would have been even more severe if he got hurt even more. PCL then, is the if, third worst out of the. You, it's ACL's the worst, <laughs> then you have MCL, then it's PCL. I know, but I guess my point is, it's like. So I'm like, saying to if, some fans, right, they're like, PCL, play. But Put a knee brace on him, play. If he, he would have played, right, then and you would have got hurt, and the fans would have been like, oh, man, he shouldn't have played, right? There will always that, be that narrative. Yeah. But to be fair, like, in Lamar's sense, I do agree. Like, if he really thought he was that injured and he was like, I can't play, like, respectable. I mean, we're not in the body of Lamar Jackson. We don't know actually how his leg and knee was feeling. And if he woke that's up that morning and was like, I really don't feel like I can play, like, I don't feel like I can run properly, then that's it is what it is. Um, my issue is just like with Lamar not being with the team, you know, I get he wants to have his own recovery. But if you're team player, like, if this is your life, like, I mean, I would be there like, oh, well, I can I can duke it out on crutches for three hours, sit on a bench for three hours just to be there with my team, yeah. give them support, you know, a pep talk. You're the leader in that room. Like we like like Lamar was talking about weeks one through 12, like he was the leader in that room. And then just for him not to be there because he's hurt, like makes it seem like Lamar is only interested when Lamar is healthy and when Lamar can make his own plays and stuff like that. Yeah. So. yeah I mean, I don't, I don't disagree on that Dylan, but I'm just saying, I guess my point would be like, I guess my, I, mean, I, I agree with you, but like, I guess my counter offer or my counter um, thing would be that um, like Lamar is probably not the only, the only player who has been a leader who, who has, who hasn't really been missed the team playing or, you know, recover somewhere else. Cause he just didn't feel Healthy to travel, travel. Maybe for a playoff game, I can't remember the last leader if they weren't playing that wasn't on the sideline. At least I've seen I guys know, full crutches, knee brace, all that, and they're on but the sideline because I mean, if they're not on the field, they can still help. I get that. Yeah, Snoop that. Huntley, 
probably what was that like his first playoff game as a starter it might have been first or second i don't know i think first, first. so if he comes off the field after making a mistake and lamar's there to offer some insight that at least could help him that's why i like because you did the you did like a play by play stream of that playoff game and i think i was on it with you and your boy and i was like kind of yeah. weird he's not there yeah i mean and maybe now then again he was why. maybe he was or may, or maybe i mean it's like like, like he was, was gonna chilling say, at home he was chilling at home watching him like look, look, look at these scrubs without me. But I mean, Dylan said like, like we don't know Lamar's body. Maybe whoever he was working with back in Maryland or in Florida or wherever he was recovering at, maybe they didn't advise him to go on a plane and travel. You know, because maybe his knee was couldn't walk on it, or you know what I'm saying. So it's like maybe the doctors or whoever advised him not not to go. But I mean, I, I'm pretty sure if he was if he wanted if he could go on and walk on that knee and be stable to even walk on it or you know it's the playoffs man he would put them crutches on and hobble i don't care you gotta yeah. be there for your team you're the leader you're the leader i just that's where i disagree because because you don't know what Bro, i saw this with See, jordan you're not a leader you're not a leader I'm Kyrie not, said he leader. wanted to be a leader of the celtics the celtics did everything to make him a leader but he saw tatum and brown playing better without him and in the biggest game of their playoffs, this game seven against Cleveland, he goes and has a surgery like on his nose or something. Bro, you could have held that off for the next day. That was when you should have been on the sideline, you know, dapping up players as they come off, encouraging, but no, your feelings was hurt. And now you had us in surgery. And then we were supposed to feel bad for you. I didn't. I'll be honest with you. But for Kyrie, yeah. 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 This situation, it's it's kind of similar. It was weird that he just wasn't there. And that probably should have let, you know, you and other Ravens fans know kind of the mindset that he maybe he was starting to pull himself away from the team and thinking about his next stop because he probably figured it doesn't look good here in Baltimore for me. I can't get a deal from the team. The team has one number they're throwing out there. I don't think it's right for me. Got to start pulling away. Um, so, like, I think as soon as he tweeted that tweet, a random, like, fan was like, I guess was playing Madden and got the Super Bowl with Lamar, and he, you, you lifting up this, this shit going to make me cry. And then Lamar kind of subtweeted, was like, in due time, I'm going to hold a few of those. Hopefully, I can take home and guard it with me my, with my life. So, I don't know what that – I don't know if he's trolling the Ravens. I don't know if he's – because he's in the Super Bowl. He's in the Ravens jersey. Um, maybe – He's working behind him. Yeah, that was done. from the guy who played with the Ravens and the Ravens won. And Lamar's just saying, yeah, he plans on holding a couple of Lombardis through his career. Doesn't mean in Baltimore. But he's in a jersey, man. So, I mean, that's just where I'm like, hey, yeah, like, that's he has Lamar working behind from, him. From the guy who posted that. It's not like no, Lamar was playing it and Lamar won it in Baltimore. It was like, look, y'all. Well, no, but I know, but me. Lamar, I got yeah, followed. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Or maybe Lamar thought I mean, he wanted he wanted to he, he wanted Lamar's not gonna respond ticket. back to him like take that trash jersey off of me. I just don't think his Lamar, time hey, I'll give money. Lamar credit. He's replying back to fans. I feel like it's the right way for him to use social media. He's keeping that connection because yes, in Lamar's mind, he doesn't necessarily know what's gonna happen. For all he knows, he wakes up tomorrow. Baltimore He's has a cold. change of heart. Yeah. Or he's a cult, and then he has to start 
making connections with new fans, but he doesn't want to completely distance from his fans that have been riding with him since you know the Ravens and even Louisville days. So he's just keeping that constant contact with them. I just don't think, I mean, I see, I would be more. I get it. You're holding on to that tiny shred of hope that he's going to be in I Baltimore mean, next year. Cause that's because seems... he requested his trade doesn't mean like he's off the team though. It's just like, he's, he's just that. He's fed up. But that, I mean, time heals all wounds, man. Time heals all mm, wounds. Not till you reach that point of no return. And clearly that's where he's at right now. He could have kept the trade request in his pocket, but he put it out there early March because he knew the franchise tag was coming. I'm sure he didn't want that. So that might have been the last straw to him. Maybe he went to Baltimore and was like, look, don't put that tag on me. Don't put that tag on me. Let's keep negotiating. And they were like, we're going to put a non-exclusive on you. And he was like, all right, go ahead. Go ahead and do it. Trade me. Yeah. I mean, I maybe like you said, Kyle. Maybe I'm I'm holding on for for. I just don't think the saga's over. I told you, get your Snoop Huntley jersey ready. Get your Herndon. I mean, not Herndon. What's his name? I keep messed up his name. No, I, I mean, Tennessee. I already might go like top 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 fifteen. Who? Uh, Hennon Hooker. No, he's not. That's I saw that. I saw an article that said that, and I said. That dude is tripping. There's no That's way Hooker's going that high. Oh, you saw the same. He, 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 yeah. he would have a chance to go like yeah. late first round. I could see that, like a team yeah, I, in I, late I first round. Yeah, yeah. No one needs not going top fifteen. If yeah. he goes top fifteen, the whole draft is about to lose their mind. Get your Will Levis jerseys, jerseys look ready. Yeah, I just don't. I think. I think this. However, it goes if it holds until the draft or after the draft, because uh, I think this will be resolved either maybe before the draft, maybe or at, during the draft. Like I don't know, um, but I, I think the only way it happens before is I think a team so. would have to be like in love with Stroud and Young, and if they can't get into like the top three to get them then maybe they turn to Lamar. But if you're in on like, if you're in on the whole hype of Anthony Richardson, you're going to wait to see if his stat, if his stock like continues going up, does it drop a little? Cause I think he's going to be an integral part in all of this. We are 24 years away, man. That's crazy. Well, it's the start of yeah. 27 starts the 27th. Um, I'll be there. I'll be Dylan, there. Then might catch the chaos. In person, like with the whole Lamar thing, and but I don't know. I mean, we hold that twenty second pick or twenty third pick, but I mean, if all if Kyle and I don't know what. Well, I didn't hear Dylan's side of if Lamar gonna be staying or the Raven or his. Oh but man! As far as I think he's gonna be a Colt. So you think we're gonna get a, that fourth pick? I mean, the Col- it seems very open that the Colts aren't like 100% sold on the quarterback class. Um, it's looking I mean, like the first three quarterbacks off the board could level. go one, two, three. The Colts might be stuck with Will Levis, who is someone I think is dropping on boards a little bit. Um, he's had some character concerns and character issues. Um, I've seen a lot of people actually mocking him out of the first round sometimes. You know, um, He has dropped in some boards. So if the Colts are like – 
this is not the guy we want on our team, not the guy we want to spend the fourth overall pick on, why not, you know, take a chance on Lamar? Right. And then at least by getting, I'm sure if they work out something and they get like Baltimore's pick at 22, now they could start targeting other needs instead of quarterback. Because if they're drafting four, they got to take a quarterback that high. At least at 22. I'm talking the Colts. Oh, Colts. Uh, it's somehow on the deal or something. They get 22 and Baltimore gets four. At least at 22, you, you can look at, you know, what your needs are and take the best player available. There's a lot of pressure taking the guy at four, especially knowing you need a quarterback and you decide to go away from that position. He better be a home run. 22, you can take a little bit of a risk at the bottom of the first round. If it's a wide receiver maybe who drops or – we don't know what this Jalen Carter thing, because that's another guy that's fascinating to me. The fact that he won't talk to any teams outside of the top 10, but it kind of seems like most people project him now outside of the top 10. Right, right. I have him going at 10 to the Eagles right now. Yeah, I mean, after the Eagles lost Hargrave, it'd be kind of tough for them to pass on. Uh, Carter, if he's they're there. Gonna have a, they're going to two Georgia tackles, Jordan Davis. Jalen so Carter. If, if a team so so the rule is we get so when Ravens in return get two first round picks from that team or just yeah it would probably be a this year's pick and it would be this year's pick and next year's pick most likely not unless some, another deal was worked out but if Lamar was just like actually traded like you know signed the tag traded and then when he was on the Colts he'd feel still be playing on that one year deal and they would probably work out an extension in that meantime. So it just depends on however that happens. Yeah, this is going to play out kind of interesting, you know, with the draft, and, like I said, 24 days. Um, you know, so teams, guys, are probably going to wait, like like Dylan and Kyle said, like to the draft or something can happen. But I don't see nothing really been new as far as Lamar Jackson news. Is, I think it's calm and, calm draft and quiet. Draft, draft week, we'll probably start getting some rumblings. Um, but I mean, I mean, Ravens could still match, her, match an offer, right? If they if they could offer sheet, even though he would I mean, trade. yeah. But at this point, like any team, I, would I probably just call the Ravens up to do a trade. At this point, it's like that whole friend, that tender tag is like, just seems like pointless now, knowing that Lamar yeah. wants to trade because it's just like, it, at the end of the day, if you tried to do the tag route, the Ravens could still match it, and then. You didn't talk to the Ravens at all or make any sort of relations to the Ravens at all. So if they're like, mm, that's an okay deal, they'll just sign them. But if you call the Ravens up and say, hey, you want to make a trade for Lamar? Like you're building relations, you're talking, and then you, then you can work out a deal. See, my whole thing is, I mean, I'm just, I'm trying to like take my Ravens cap off for what I'm about to say right now. I think that this being an NFL fan, taking off my Ravens like sweatshirt off right now, like my Ravens cap mm-hmm. off. I think that Lamar and the Ravens, yes. I mean, we all know that thing. Money is the root of all people, right? Money, the the world goes around with money, right? I don't think that Lamar, and I don't think the Ravens, they don't hate each other, right? I think it is about Wait, this is you money. taking your Ravens hat off, right? Right. Okay. I just don't think that no, it's just, the way you started sounding like you're trying to trying to sugarcoat it a little bit, but okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that it's like I don't think they hate each other. It's just like the money, you know what I'm saying? And and 
I'm gonna say I think what's going on, and I'm gonna say what people are not gonna say because they're super. It's collusion going on, man. It's collusion, a little bit of collusion because you know we had. The, the I'm old, not going that far. Oh, it's I'm going that market far because, But let me explain myself because Lamar I, I, had the worst time of doing this. After all the outrage from Deshaun I mean, Watson the worst last time? year, did it, did it, isn't last, this he year was like the end of the season after the Deshaun Watson thing made everybody so angry? But he wasn't due for his because wasn't he playing all his rookie deal? So like it, it had to happen. That's now why I or... said the timing of it. It's the off season after where everybody is like, Cleveland, what were you doing with this Deshaun Watson thing? And Cleveland basically I mean, like Cleveland didn't uh, have to get some dirty stuff. I mean, Cleveland in their minds didn't really have to give them two thirty million. They're just desperate, and teams are not going to be desperate. They're, they're a trash organization. They haven't been relevant in so long that they made a mistake, which a lot of bad teams do over and over, which yeah, is why they're consistently bad. I just think it's collusion. So Baltimore's like, looking at like we're we're an organization that's legitimately in the conversation year after year. We're not going to sit here and you know come compound the issue Cleveland has started the started down the line of because we talked about this before you got you got Lamar now there's Hertz coming up there's Herbert there's Lawrence there's all these guys who are gonna sit there and be like yeah so at a certain point these teams will be throwing out 400 million for quarterbacks it's gonna be like what are we doing here yeah we can't tie up the salary cap that much in one position that if it's one hit, we're stuck with a guy who probably can't even run the team, and now we just look like idiots. So the whole collusion thing, I think that's just trying to drive a narrative. I think it's the owners are like, look, we got to put our foot in the ground at some point. Because next thing you know, scrub QBs will start making like $60 million. No, I mean, the backups are still like, making the backup money, so. Right now, I'm talking I'm about, like about scrub that starting quarterbacks that aren't oh. even that good will start mean, making like crazy Jones? money. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to say it, man. Say it. Jones is trash. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not saying it's trash, but I was just like, <laughs> Daniel Jones got that money. Let's say, I don't know. What, Garden like, Mission? He was asking for $45 million. Like, you know how crazy that was? It's like, you know how many quarterbacks make $45 million? Not a lot. Yeah. You think Daniel Jones is one of those upper echelon? I don't. That's like Kirk Cousins comes for another deal, and he wants $55 million because Daniel Jones got $45. But if just I'm like, like – I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, you need to look in the mirror. And You're I mean, I know we – Like, I know we were on Freddie Facts with me, you, and uh, Freddie and, and, and Big Time. And Big Time knows yeah. – much about football than uh, three of us combined, and he even he said it's a little bit of collusion, and I agree because there's no way that like I remember I can put I can put pull the receipts I'm, before the not, before the before the tag that they're only not, saying that because it's Lamar. You keep on cutting me off. That's over, the only reason why they brought up collusion. <laughs> I guarantee you because it's Lamar. No, because it's because there's okay. I know you're gonna say oh. Probably smoke screens, they'll draft, but don't you find it weird that the commanders were on it, the Falcons were all in, the I don't know who else, the Panthers were all in, 
and all there was a list of people who were, who were interested, right? Teams, once top one, ten picks, once the Ravens that aren't not they aren't necessarily yeah. Super Bowl teams. Man, there you pass up the year. Wanna, you come cut me off, man. Because <laughs> I, I don't get this collusion stuff. Because because the owners they're gathering around. You tell them like, no, we're not going. We're not doing what we the Browns did. We're not doing what the Browns did. Obviously, yeah, Lamar. That's I, I agree. market correction. I, I agree. Lamar deserves his money. And he 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 earned. He there's no there's a there's no disagreement on that. Lamar deserves his money. MVP QB, you know, a winning QB. Like there's no Except argument that he deserves his money. Playoffs. I mean, yeah, yeah, durability is a question, right? But I, I think the reason why Lamar came out to defend himself, I think that after I think the 28th was because of what I think the owner of the Falcons said about him. Which, I mean, he, he didn't... I don't think the owner made it. He did say his durability, how long he can play. That's, that, that's not... But the fact that there are narratives saying that Lamar gave up on his team. If he said that He said that in his tweet. Like, he said that he would have been after because of boys if he was healthy. And, and I get it. That. He would have been on a. He, he would have been on. To protect his own image as well. I mean, Mentally, yeah, he could have quit on them, up. but he can't come out and say he quit on them because then the next team will be like, "So if you get upset with us, you'll just quit on us too." He has to tell people he didn't quit. I'm not going to so, read into so, what he says about. So you don't think there's, you don't think there's a tad bit of collusion involved? No. I don't because, like, how I think about it is, like, if, if we were using De- Deshaun Watson's going to be obviously the contract example, it's like all 31 teams thought the Deshaun Watson contract was bad. So I imagine when, when Deshaun Watson was in the market getting ready to be traded for, 31 of those teams did not offer Deshaun Watson that contract. And it's like, it's just the Browns who did it. It's not no collusion. Nobody wanted to do it in the first place. Just the Browns, and that's their fault. That's that their mistake. It's not like they're like, e- e- I mean, probably they're all not even talking or getting in meetings and saying like, let's not do this contract. But I'm pretty sure if they were not wanting to do it last year before Deshaun Watson was even signed and traded, they're probably not going to still want to do it this year. You know when you want to bring up collusion to me? If Lamar's out of the league. If he's out of the league and you want to talk about collusion, fine. I'm here for it. He's clearly going to be playing somewhere next year. Clearly. Just because it hasn't happened as quick as people wanted to, now we just want to throw out collusion. The season's like, what, five months away? There's still time, people. I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's not going to be playing either on the Ravens or somewhere else. I mean, I, I agree with that. But it's like, aren't there different levels of collusion? Like, the way – like, from Kaepernick – he did. He that was totally different from what he got out of league because he boycotted the league. Nick brought Lamar politics into it. Oh yes, that yeah, it's a little different. It's a little different. Then I mean, that's that's kind of getting. I guess if you want to say that's collusion, I guess owners are coming. Oh, we don't yeah, want to politics in. And we all we already know how people get when sports cross the line to social. You know, some people get turned off by it, which kind of lets you know something about them, but. That's what the Kaepernick thing was. That's clearly all it was. Kaepernick did something. The president at the time ran with it, created a narrative that pushed Kaepernick out of the league. That is one thing. 
this thing with Lamar is not anywhere close to that level. Right, right. Or or anything like that. This it's is just, just about money uh, at the end of the day. You're dealing with a hard salary cap in the NFL. You can't just willingly start spending crazy numbers on certain positions because then you'll be stuck with a top-heavy team in a league where you have 53 guys active every week. You can't win that way. Mm-hmm. I I agree, but I think this is a I think this is I, I, I'm not the only fan that thinks this, but I think there's a little bit of collusion in it, but. Like you said, it's all about, you know, just a little bit. It's – look, when it's you talk tr- about – because you're going to talk about what LSU as well, and I'll get into this as well with that story because I've seen some articles already about that. I didn't even think it was Got a big deal until, like, today. Until, like – I didn't think – I mean, I mean, obviously, if you celebrated, whatever, but I didn't think it was a big deal until, like – because when I watched it live, I didn't – I don't know if he was just – like, just like I literally saw an article about 20 minutes before I came on the show where a guy tried to talk about how, oh, she's catching backlash because she's a black woman. I'm just like, bro, most trash talkers that we think about are African-American. But now because she did it, you want to bring it into a race thing. Now, yes, some people who might be outraged by her is because she's black. I get it. But to put that article out there, I hate when people do this as well. Every time a story comes out like this, there's always the one or two writers that have to take it that way automatically. And I I, I don't get it. I don't. Some may think I'm crazy, but it's just like, look, she won the title. She pointed to her finger. It's not that deep. It's not like she, like, you know, went up, got her ring, ran to the locker room for Iowa, kicked down the door, put it in her face and all that. She just pointed to her finger as they were winning. That's well a lot of I players. Saw, I, the, the only thing that I saw it I saw the like it seemed like a clip like she was like following her to like try to do the taunt in a way, which is like if you, in the moment it's I'm all for it in the moment, but if you're like trying to chase someone down the taunt in front of them, that's why I'm kinda like eh. Okay, yeah. So at that point if you were saying like that's a little too much fine but like i said like the article to sit there and talk about the outrage is simply because she's black and um, yeah no. caitlin clark is white like come on people move exactly. on exactly and then Agreed. i mean and it's like well caitlin clark did the same thing to the girl i can't remember what school it was but she's like caitlin clark trash talked her haley van haley von leith yeah which i think was the girl who had the thing in the handshake line with the the girl from like Louisville or something. So it's like it, look, that's that's where we're at with sports. So you Some, think all right, so let's get into that. Like yeah. the LSU. I mean that's a perfect segue, Kyle. Like, you know, uh because I was gonna talk about the new NBA CBA rules, but we can get into the NBA yeah, next. Yeah. Um but all right like to, like what's your opinion, Kyle? Because I want to hear your and then I, and then I and then I go last, and I'll let you and Dylan go first. So, uh, Kyle, since you brought the topic, because uh, it wasn't my list mm-hmm. of, of, of topics. I mean, obviously, I'll, do, I'll start the segue. Or you know, LSU in Iowa. Right, right. Um, yes, I, I took advantage of that. Yes. <laughs> let let let's first get. Oh my mic! Man, I'm hitting my mic. <laughs> um, <laughs> let let let's first give props to LSU for you know yes. winning the title. Um, 
you know, let's give them, give them their flowers. Um, they they got it done. Caitlin Clark, even though she had a 30-point game, um, I knew some of their key players got into foul trouble um, on Iowa side. And, uh, I mean, yeah, so all props to them. They, they deserve it. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone had, like, UConn on the women's side making it, but they got beaten. They got beaten. Everybody in South Carolina. Or, 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 um, or South Carolina got, or was, was going to be in it. So the two favorites, UConn or Carolina, South Carolina. Um, but what we're talking about right now is um, Angel Reese. Um, she mm-hmm. used to play, or she she's from Maryland. She went to St. Francis uh, uh, private uh, prep school in Maryland. Um, and then I think she played a cup a year or two Maryland, and then she transferred to I think. No, she transferred to LSU right after. Oh, LSU two years right at, after. Two, yeah, two years at Maryland, two years at LSU. Um, so yeah, she. I mean, so she brings that Baltimore, you know, swagger. Um, you know that they. Yeah, she said that all they do is talk, talk shit. You know, in Baltimore, you know, talk. You know. Um, for bragging rights, so she had that background. I mean, I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing, but um, but at the end of the game, she oh, I, well, at the free throw line, she did the you can't see me to uh, to uh, Caitlin, uh, even though Caitlin did the same thing to Haley Von Leith on Louisville, but it wasn't in a national championship game, but it was a game where they were to advance, um, so it was a kind of a big game, um. I mean, weeks prior to that, I mean, in the, in the, in the, in the, not the layoff line, like after the game, they, they shake hands. Um, mm-hmm. Haley Von Leith pushed the girl from Texas. I mean, even though the Texas girl, she didn't really, her stat line was ass. I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, it was. Um, and bon, she, I don't know what she said to, uh, to Haley, but Haley pushed her. Um, but this at this game, like she did the well. First, she did the you can't see me on the foul line. Uh, I think they're right next to each other. And then at the end of the game, when it was all said and done, she did the the ring me, um, and she made sure that Caitlin saw it because she Caitlin turned her back, and then to her to go back to her side of the bench. And then I guess even the coach, when she was excited, yelling on the sideline, like uh, her players were hugging her and stuff in celebration. While while she was doing taunting, so um, Kyle, in in your opinion, what is what do you think about all of this at the end I of the game? I think some of the outrage is from dudes who probably don't even watch women's sports. Number one, and all they saw was they put on Sports Center, they saw this clip, and now all of a sudden they want to act like they have an opinion on it. That's one because I see that a lot of times, and. I mean, I did it when, like, Maya Moore retired. I did a, I did a simple little TikTok about it. I had like three people coming, like, "Who's Maya Moore?" And I was like, first off, get off my page if you don't know who Maya Moore is." And then somebody else was like, "There's a WNBA," and I was like, "These are the sports fans who, who have a lot of narratives on women's sports, which I feel like a lot of these women. That's why they keep talking about." wanting respect and then you'll have men like oh well then play better or something it's like look if you don't watch then don't watch 
but then don't have an opinion on it like you do watch. So that's that's the first thing I would say. Secondly, I also think some of the people who follow women's sports kind of deal with them with kid gloves at times. Where, you know, they they seem like they they don't want to like criticize certain players because I don't know. It, it's I don't even know how to re- really voice that, but it's like if we see Stephen A or something talking about NBA, they'll criticize stuff. But they'll try to treat like like every player is great and all that. And I think that doesn't help the women's game either because then the same guy who doesn't watch who then tunes into somebody and they they were told that this person is like really great, but they're like, oh, she's nothing. And then that person becomes the popular person when they talk about the game. Looking at the whole Angel Reese and all that, if Draymond Green did that to Jason Tatum after they beat them in the finals last year, would we care? Probably not. No. But so then why are we caring? Because she did it in a national championship game. Like, let the players have some type of emotion. If that was her first emotion after winning it, fine. Let it be. Yeah, Kaylin Clark, maybe her feelings were hurt. You know what that's going to do? Motivate her if they meet on the court the next time to torture. All right? So the 30, whatever, wasn't good enough last night. Maybe next time they meet, Caitlin drops 45 on her. Now what? Now now if, you know, they both go to WNBA, now we're creating rivalries. I'm here for it. Embrace it. Gonna make it interesting. Yes. This would only help WNBA that much more because when we look at teams like like look at this year coming up, everybody's looking at Las Vegas because they're stacked and New York because they're stacked. And that I think is gonna bring a lot of attention to the WNBA this year as well. Seeing those two teams hopefully meet in the WNBA finals and go up against each other. So I guess to bring it back to your question, stuff like this, I'm always down for it as long as it doesn't lead to like the two of them fighting in the middle of the court, like just throwing blows at each other. That's when I have an issue. But stuff like this, so what? And the national title game and her coach is Kim Mulkey. Kim Mulkey's not afraid of ruffle feathers either. I'm sure the team probably caught on to that and adopted some of her mentality. Because we see in college, a lot of players are like that. If their coach is arrogant or whatever, sometimes the players get a little arrogant. So, so like before Dylan said, I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking to this one, this one friend of mine. She's a, she's a big supporter of Iowa and the women's basketball okay. team. And she was like, um, she, she, she replied to my story because I was like, um, I posted a story on Instagram like Baltimore, Baltimore swag or something like that, and she commented or she replied to my snap story and like look look at all so first she was like oh, i'm not gonna say that she was like um y'all gonna y'all gonna learn to shut up but once cc go pro i was like what are you okay i mean i like cc but i mean did they win the game i mean so i was like she was like look at she's like look at all the titles cc holds i don't see i don't see angel with that or alexis got or alexis got kicked 
off of Baylor by her own coach. So that's embarrassing. She shouldn't even be in the league. That's why she's rapping because she knows she ain't going anywhere at the college. La- laughing my ass off. Whole team is a joke. <laughs> Wait, who's rapping? I mean, I guess she is. I guess Angel or Alexis. I guess I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if Alexis could kick off the team or not. I don't know if she played a or. or Baylor, I think Alexis played at Baylor, I think Alexis, but I don't know. I just think that you know, just like I'm not sure which game that was, but Caitlin did do the same thing to to Haley. That was what two two games ago, and there was no big deal about it. Mm-hmm. But now I'm not. I mean, I I hate to make it a race thing, but now since Angel's Angel's black and she's doing it, there's a stigma. Oh, she's unsportsmanlike. Caitlin I mean, was the tournament darling. That's why. And then there was a uh, things where I think even Alexis or said it like uh, when on Twitter it was like did she call her out because remember she's like Caitlyn put some respect on her name or whatever, but she was speaking of not she 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 said Caitlyn you're a good player a good athlete you're trying for the sport, but Caitlyn put some respect on her name on LSU's name and. Twitter was going berserk. Like they're saying how, oh, she calling Kaylin out, like like a promo, like a WWE promo. Like, no, it's just like she was probably calling Kaylin like figuratively talking about the team, like, hey, you and the rest of the world, like, put some respect on her name. Just like I had to bring it up when the Lakers won the thing in the bubble, they're like, put some respect on my damn name. That's kind of like where she stole her from, that that line. Um TJ <laughs> but, but um, yeah, Dylan. I mean, I, I hate that you haven't talked in a while, so I want to hear what your uh, viewpoint on this whole Angel Reese post game. I mean, it's whatever. I'm not the type of person to brag. I mean, just don't make it excessive. Like, it, I'm all I'm all about in the moment. Like, I don't think you should go out of your way to try to make someone feel bad. You know, heat of the game. I get it. It's whatever. Um. Again, I Caitlin Clark, like when she did it, she did it in the moment as well. It's not like she chased someone down and did it. I believe it was after what she hit a three or something like that. I, I'm not sure what the play was, but regardless, I'm not sure she chased someone down and did it. So again, just I don't really have too much opinion on it. It's 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 the game at the end of the day, you I know. Mean, no, no one, no one was throwing punches. Nobody was hurt. Yeah, what didn't get saying. too crazy. That, that, that's it's all say. fine. Like, it's not like. And he's going to Kayla and like punch her in the face, like you, you, you bitch, like, like it's not like she did that. It's not like now that that, that would have been terrible on her part, but it's not like that happened. Mm-hmm. Like a big scuffle happened. Like she, Kayla, I don't think she even saw it, or maybe she did. She didn't notice it because she was looking like the other way, trying not, not to look at it. But you can tell like she was trying to get her attention, like Reeves, but she wouldn't have any mind. But I mean, I don't know. Um. A lot of people are saying that, you know, since she's, you know, a person of color, she's doing this after the game. Like, she's very unladylike, a very disrespectful, very all this. That, I mean, I they won the game. That's the, the point. They're talking about, like, ladylike and stuff. Look, these are athletes. How are you trying to win? Yeah. Is it gentlemen like some of the, like, fucking, like, Dylan Brooks and Draymond Green headbutting each other? Like, that's that very gentleman like not really you know but nobody cares 
the sport where you because... run back and forth and shoot a bet like uh, what like we're not serving tea at a party right I'm playing sport not lady like like get over it I don't know if Caitlyn even came out and said anything about I don't, I don't think she thinks it's a big deal. Caitlyn had to came down and say, oh, because it isn't. Her. Yeah. It's not a big deal because I mean, she, she'll be back next year, I think. At, at the program, I think. She's not going to, unless she's. I, I think I've been cause... seeing stuff. She may come out. Really? Because hmm. Keith said she has, one year, cause she has one more year of uh, eligibility before she goes to the draft. Yeah, okay. but those days, because no, wasn't it? Back but, the day, women always did four years and then came. Isn't up, it different for I men and women though? Because because didn't uh, Sabrina Inescu like have to wait another year before she could clear for the draft? I just think it's just unprecedented in the women's game. That's actually a good yeah. question. If the WNBA has a rule even like that, but I wouldn't imagine so because it's since it's probably. Why would it be? That would not make any sense. Yeah. I imagine they would just follow the same ones. Yeah. Maybe just the WNBA was talent was looked at as better if you stayed for all four years because you had more experience playing against talent or something. You never know. Or maybe it, most of the time it took four years before like a star was like a star. Or maybe they just want to get the degrees. I don't know. Okay, so I just looked it up a day ago. She isn't eligible yet, Caitlin Clark. Iowa 2024 NCAA National yeah. Champs. But, but I, mean, I mean, I think what Reese did, I think, I mean, this brings, like, for, like, the Twitter people you met on Twitter, like, for people who haven't really watched WMA or college basketball, women's basketball, this will bring much more attention to it. Like, I as far as you know, rivalries and competitiveness, because like obviously, yeah, you don't want to chase someone down. It reminds me of well, it wasn't like a winning aspect, but it reminds me of like that game against the Lakers and Pistons where LeBron got that dude Stewart all pissed, right? And Stewart went on a whole rampage, um, chased down LeBron or went to I remember room, that. That was kind of funny. Stormed out. I mean, fan. I mean, that that was funny, but it's like. That's what basketball <laughs> brings out in you. It's like you don't want to. It's not like no cake, cupcake walk. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if LSU and 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 the Iowa were, are big rivals anyway. I don't, they rarely yeah. meet, so it's, yeah. I don't know. It's not like Ravens and Steelers. I think it was like the second time they've ever met in like it's like basketball. I mean, the traditional people say women's basketball soft compared to men's basketball. This is what really brings up the. Competitiveness in women's basketball—that's that's what it's about. Because you just right. said people talk about not ladylike, right? So there's there's some fans of women's basketball that don't want to see it turn into like the NBA where it's real aggressive and all that. So right. Some of them don't want to see that. But some, if they if it did go that way, they may gain fans that way. They might lose some of the traditional fans, but you know it, it's. It's all look. Whether you're a man or a woman, you're an athlete, and trying to separate it as like men supposed to do this, women are supposed to do that. That's where the problem she was saying, is. Uh, Angel and her team already choked in women's basketball. <laughs> that's her. That's her defense. 
So yeah. they win it all, and now they're she th- she thinks they're a joke. That was she saying that LSU is a joke and wins basketball. Okay, and also like I said with Kim Mulkey, you know she caught a lot of heat. I think earlier this year for the way she talked about Brittany Griner because she used to coach Brittany Griner, and I feel like for her was this like isn't this her first year at LSU or maybe her second year? You know, she went to a program that wasn't as nationally known as Baylor was the team that she left. So I'm sure that she, you know, with this group, they really built it up because they found themselves in a situation to win it all. And like you said, everybody looked at South Carolina as the overwhelming favorite. You know, UConn was looked at because, you know, it's Gino Oriyama, the great history that UConn has. You know, you'll look at your teams like Stanford or whatever. I don't know a lot of people who are looking at LSU winning it all this year. So for them to go on a run that they did and end up winning it all, like that's going to bring out legit emotions from these players. And, you know, they're not, they're not robots. They're not just going to win it and just be like, Oh, thank you. It's like that first moment is their natural reaction to it. That was just hers. You may not like it, but that's what athletes do. That's all it is. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I was like, I mean, so they, like I just told her, I was like, they won it all and they're a joke. Um, Kaylin didn't even think it was a big deal. She didn't even say anything about race and she just brushed it off. That's why I said, she's like, that's why she's a goat. I'm going to talk for her. And they're like, athletes, uh, LSU, LSU, the BTITH, ghetto as fuck. <laughs> Athletes love trash talk. At least the great ones. Oh, I literally went to my Twitter and the first thing at the top is this is classless. Angel Reese is only 20, so she's still young. But taunting Caitlin Clark like that shows a pure lack of class. All right, buddy. Yeah. Oh, Clark's mom and dad can be so proud of her that she ignored the taunting. They raised her right. So now we're talking about Angel Reese not being raised right. That's the kind of stuff, like, I, I, I don't get it. I don't know who this dude is, Jose de Jesus Ortiz, but you could have kept that tweet <laughs> in your pocket. Yeah, call him out. Baby. De Jesus Sus Ortiz, what? <laughs> oh, That's man. his name on here. He it's kept, just like, yeah, this is just He didn't have to hit send on that one. Man. This is just going too far, man. Is this? I mean, obviously, yeah, it, 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 it's taunting at the end of the day, but it's not like it's like it's like it's not like oh, Dylan, I got a ring. You don't, you don't push you or like punch you in the mm-hmm. face. Like that's not like that. You know, it's not like the UFC. I want a ring. I mean, so he's what? got he's got a manual Acho fine to him because he told it was a classless when Caitlin Clark did it, and he was like, oh, that's that wasn't the same thing. Kalen didn't chase the opponent around. I wouldn't say this is about competing. Like, this is just so stupid. <laughs> I, I don't get it. And somebody should ask that guy, how many games did you watch this season? I would love to know the answer to that. Huh? I would love I to know how many the games that you watched. Yeah, he uh-huh. probably heard the term was like, yo, you got to see this Caitlin Clark 
Caitlin Clark girl play, and he's probably like, oh, right, I'll, I'll check out a game. He's like, Stephanie Marie replied to her? Yeah. Like, come on, man. But Fantasy's classless, and her parents yeah, need to what, do what's better. The need for that? It's like, what? Agreed. And it's a you can't see me. She didn't say anything about her family. She didn't say anything about her. She just said that you can't see. So me. when John Cena does it, it's okay. Right. Poor Austin Theory. I just don't get it, man. John I mean, this is, people are blown up by the proportion. What it is? I mean, and like I saw it. I mean, I'm like, okay, what is what is Reese doing? Like, just go to your back to your team and celebrate. But I mean, I get it. I mean, I mean, the Kaylin was the talk of the town during the tournament. I mean, obviously, yes, she is a great player, great scorer, great shooter, um, terrific athlete. But it's like it's like yo, like everyone wants to take the shot, take a shot at, at the best player on the court, right? People take shots at LeBron, you know, KDs, the Currys, you know what I'm saying? They want their best shot at their best player, you know what I'm saying? It's not like just like um just like uh at the beginning of the year, um the rookie um uh from on Indiana, um from uh from Arizona, um what's his name? Um Mathurin. Mathurin. He was like, Oh, LeBron's a great player, man, but I'm gonna dunk on him, you know. I mean, like everyone wants their best shot at whoever the great player is at that time. You know what I'm saying? It's like, he didn't have no shame in saying that, but is he classic for saying that? Is this competitive? Is this the competitiveness out of him? It's not like he hates LeBron. Like, oh, he wants to destroy his family and do it, do bad things to LeBron. It's like, no, like I want to dunk on it. I want to dunk on the King. Like, who doesn't want to if they have a chance to dunk on LeBron James? Exactly, like, bro. You know what I'm if so I dunk like, on LeBron James, you know how much shit I would be talking. I'd so be going like, bonkers. Yeah, like, I won. I won the national championship. Ring me. I mean, Aaron Donald did the same thing in LA when he on the Ram. He did ring me too. That's where he, she probably got it from. Ring me, ring me. I deserve it. You didn't win. I Steph so was like Steph Curry did it. Steph Curry did love to fall asleep. Like, I mean, oh. oh, Steph Curry did the ring me too. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. I mean, is 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 Curry? Is Draymond Green? Is is um, is LeBron? Are they all classes because they're just showing off? I mean, obviously, yeah. Taunting comes to an, to a. There's a there's a line you don't cross when it comes to taunting, but I get it. I get it. I get it. I mean, at first I was kind of like, why is Reese doing this? But now, now I get it. I mean, they won the championship. They won it all. Now people want to call her classes and her parents don't raise her right. Oh, she's black. But oh, was um, but when Kaylin did it against Louisville, was she classes? I mean, she's kind of mocking. She was doing it um to to Haley Von Leith um on Louisville. I mean, was she wrong? I mean, what did her parents raise her right to do that? So it's like we 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 have to be consistent here. I mean, obviously. She didn't really get much hate for doing that um, because obviously it wasn't as, as a big game as this, the National Championship game, but they won it all. I mean, if, and I don't think Kaylin has said anything about it. I mean, if people don't want to hear about right. it, win the goddamn game. <laughs> I mean, win it, and maybe Kaylin will do the same thing to her. So, okay, let me just switch the table on, on the viewers real quick. And whoever's watching, let me ask y'all a question. If, if um if I would have won that game, came back and won, and Kaylin would have did that to Reese, right, or Alexis, would she be classless? Will y'all be talking about Caitlyn's family and how she's not raised right? 
I mean, come on. If you if y'all want to make it a race thing, we can make it a race thing. But I don't think it should be. But hey, that's just me. So now now they're kind of getting you feud up because now it's just like, I mean, she came from Baltimore. You know, I'm from Maryland. I got a Maryland number four four three four one zero area. I mean, I get that she had that. She, she, she kind of had that, rapper, huh? Drop that in like you are a rapper. Oh, I'm a rapper, man. I'm Big J, man. <laughs> <laughs> Big J Poppy in this, in this mother. <laughs> Big Poppy, man. Number two. Number <laughs> <Hey, Ortiz. laughs> I, I said number two, man. New, <laughs> new. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. It's just. It's just people putting women's sport in a bubble. That's, that's all it is. They don't want to see anything outside of their image of what women's sports is. This is a normal reaction from a younger player who's definitely watched a lot of NBA. Maybe what if Steph Curry is like her favorite player? She saw Steph Curry do it. She's like, if I get the chance, I'm going to do that too because I don't know if I'll ever win a title. She wins a title in college. She's like, hey, I remember when Steph Curry did it. So she went and did it. All right, cool. Most college kids will copy the pros that they like and they'll celebrate kind of the same way. I'm sure if you pull up to a high school football field right now, you probably see a bunch of people who do the gritty because of Justin Jefferson or whatever. Nobody says anything about that. But now, Angel Reese of all people does something. Now we got to talk about it. Give me a break. Oh no! I mean, so this this friend I'm talking to, she's saying how like, oh, she has uh, Caitlin Clark has more accolades, and like she shouldn't be doing this to a girl who has more rewards. And I mean that, yeah, okay. But it's not like she's like well. I mean, she's well known, but it's not like how many like, national championships she got. I don't think the name of the game is to win a national. The name of the game is not personal accolades. The name of the game is to win a national championship. Right. It's the end of the season goal. He said, I'm going to text her that. <laughs> You're caught that, right, Dylan? <laughs> yeah, tell your friend, Caitlin Clark will be all right. Her world didn't end because Angel Reese put her hand up to show her where her ring was going. I'm sure Caitlin Clark got it today. Probably start working out for next year. The world continues on. She's a whack ass player and got whack ass teammates. This is talking about LSU. I mean, maybe she's not a fan of Kim Mulkey either. I feel like Kim Mulkey is one of those that not everybody necessarily likes her. So the fact that her team wanted to, I think, is kind of part of the equation here. Yeah. Um. All right. L- l- um. I'm trying to bring a, web, a, web, a website about the CBA, like a list, but there's... Oh, the NBA stuff? Yeah, like the... Uh, I'm on the NBA website. I just don't... They don't have a list. But they have a, a, they have a video of it, but I don't want to play that. There should about be. The... I'm sure somebody did an article about the new CBA and what's in it. Yeah, I'm looking by this. I know that in-season uh, tournament. 
Yeah, I want to look up this one. how that's gonna come across. No, like is the reward just every player gets fifty k? Like, okay, because it's kind of weird. I'm kind of here for it, only because like I'm a soccer fan, and all the reputable soccer leagues have in-season tournaments, and those players don't seem to care. But we know some of these NBA players will cry about it. But I mean, I mean, this is the a good article. Cool. Um, but it is kind of long, but they have like bullet points on what some of the stuff is. Let me see if I can pull this up. That's a pretty long article. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pinpoint this to CBA. I'm trying to get. I'm trying. To, I'm just trying to pinpoint this. This. Yeah, this, you just uh, want like the legit, the boom, boom. the big ones. Yeah. Um. So I guess we can do like I get. Well, I think they had in the CBA the new um the award system where it's like you have to play sixty five. I think this is gonna be in full effect next season. Um, Good. since I guess Joe Jokic is already kind of like or Embiid the MVP the season basically those top two. Um. So this will probably be in effect next year. When the new season starts, where um, players have to play at least a minimum of sixty-five games in order to get the MVP or any award, um, I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all are in favor of that. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I would say. I would, to be fair, we're all in agreement that that's that a good rule change where um, automated seventy. You know, I like it. Was well, like sixty-five games, right? Yeah, 65. In order for um, so yeah, I mean, I like that. And then they had what the playing tournament. Um, let me just go to the website. That one is going to be probably the biggest sticking point of this whole thing. So this is a tournament. Um, indulge his face. So according to CBSSports.com, um, the in-season tournament. Um, indulge my kind of spiritual brain for. I guess it's the. One of the most significant elements of the new CBA is the institution of an in-season tournament. We know very well about the structure, but at least for now, it has been reported that the tournament will be will use will use pool play to determine a final eight that will move to a single elimination style tournament. Here's the problem: there are 13 in the NBA, and 30 isn't divided by eight. The NBA can't create eight even pools. There are theoretical Work workarounds here, like six pools of five, three um, with two wildcard teams moving on despite losing with, within their group. Or we can acknowledge the seemingly likelier possibility that this tournament was not designed for a 30-team league, but rather than 32-team league that the NBA may one day become. Yep. Adam Silver has said that expansion is inevitable eventually, but that's but the league's focus has been on the CBA and getting a new media right deal done. Well, the CBA is done, and it won't be long now before the media rights deal is as well. The NBA seems destined to add teams in Seattle and Las Vegas, and doing so would clean up the structure of this in-season tournament a fair bit. So if it's 32 teams, there'll be like, what, four teams of eight? Eight groups of four? So four times eight is thirty-two. Yep. yep. See, I like or four groups of eight. See, I know my math, man. I'm not a 
even though I hate math. <laughs> That's common math. <laughs> but um, so I'm assuming, so this new CBA is like, what, seven-year yep. deal? Yes. I think there's an so I'm assuming Adam Silver has, so right now it's 30, 30 teams, right? Currently. Yep. So he wants to add, I'm assuming to make it even, he wants to add those two teams. So Seattle yep. and those Vegas are kind of like in that mix. Um, so I don't see it, where I else mean, with Adam. Where I confuse that is like, would this end season tournament, would this be like for playoff seating or would this be just like for draft? Yeah, look, look at other sports. Like, so basically what you're talking about here is a World Cup style NBA thing in the season. We just had a World Cup. So teams were playing. They basically shut their season down. Had the in-season stuff, you crown a champion, then you go so back when they, to your So when they say end season, do they mean like in the middle of the season, like NBA season? That's how it works everywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a stupid question, but no, but like, I'm just saying that's because like I said, I'm big with soccer. So like if you look at the Premier League, you're like, okay, that's their major season. But they'll have Carabao Cup, FA Cup, all that happening during the season. And you know, they'll have like little international breaks as well when players have to go off and play for their country. So it's been done at other sports. If you look at soccer, in terms of globally, one of the more popular sports, Adam Silver's looking at this as a chance to further globalize, you know, NBA, because now you'll have some international fans who might be like, oh, so they're doing something like the World Cup. Let me see what that looks like. Exactly. And tune in. Now, we have to hope that some of these top-tier NBA players don't come out automatically crying about it before they actually see how it works. Because, you know, if, like, LeBron comes out and goes, I hate it, a bunch of fans would be like, oh, I hate it, too. This is stupid. Like, give it a chance. Not our goat. Let's see what it looks like. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a lot of guys who are impressionable. <laughs> or... Or like I'm KD like, will come out and be like, oh, <laughs> this is just taxing our bodies. People will be like, KD, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Let's see what it is. Embrace the change. Dylan, how about you, yeah, man? Seattle how and Vegas, let's the, go. How do you feel about I the I like it, just depending on how it works, you know. they're gonna be, I don't know what it's going to be for. You have to make it something worth playing for because if it's just a single elimination tournament, like, who cares? Just show me my regular season games. Like, they have to make it worth something. I don't know what that is. I'd be more interested in having an after-season tournament for the lottery picks rather than anything else. But, I don't know. They'll have to make it – they'll have to put something on the line to make it interesting. Maybe that – maybe it'd be if you make the playoffs, no matter what, you get, like – home court advantage, you know, for winning the tournament. That would be something I'd be interested in. Like, you know, let's say you make the tournament as a six seed, you get to have the first games like you're the home team, you know. That'd be something I'd be interested in. I wonder if teams might maybe we don't even necessarily necessarily see the bigger name stars play in the in season tournament. But if you're telling me like you know, these teams will put like G League guys and guys, maybe young players that you don't necessarily see during the season into the tournament. I might get behind that because why not? If you don't want to risk your top players getting hurt, I understand that. Throw the young guys out there. 
give them a chance to play in an in-season tournament. That way fans get to watch them and be like, oh, that dude's kind of nice. Get him in the rotation. Or, yeah, so maybe that's... I guess it says in-season in tournament. It doesn't say anything about that tournament, meaning that it will cost teams regular season games. Right. So well, say, um, The league could fairly easily group the three... 32 teams in eight, eight pools. As considering if they added the two extra teams into mm-hmm. eight pools and had the winner of each advance into the knockout stage. In fact, this would create an ideal opportunity for divisional or realignment. Divisions have largely become irrelevant in the modern NBA, but if a team team's in-season tournament pool was always their three divisional opponents, it would be easier for rivalries to naturally form over the years. This is, of course, speculation for now. We only know that the hidden tournament is coming and that winning players and coaches will be awarded a cash prize. So if you're interested in more in-depth look at financial mechanics uh, and the expansion, I covered that. Uh, the, um, the other thing is the draft. Um, the most notable draft nugget to emerge out of the CBA is the change that wasn't made. Is a change that wasn't made. For years, we expected that the, the end of the one and done era and the emergence of high school prospects in the May draft. For now, that isn't happening. There's a bit of irony baked into that outcome. Originally, it was owners that pushed for the one and done deal uh, because of the inherent risk present in drafting high schoolers. Now, it is, unlikely, it is likely the players fighting to keep it in place. Um, the NBA PA represents current and past NBA players, and while there will be future players who join it, it is not the union's responsibility to act in the best interest of its own future members. So um, they, they still have the one done rule, I guess, or they still have not put that into the CBA. Yet. Good. Good. Yeah. I don't um, need to see high school players. I, I honestly don't. Yeah, I, I'm all for like, you got to make them uncomfortable. Like, high school's fairly simple. Like, you, it's four years of the same thing. Make them uncomfortable. You got to have them in a situation that's away from high school to see how they act with it, see how they can do playing with different talent. That isn't literally people that have to take algebra class the next day. Not unless you go to college. You have G League and different things like that. Like, put them in a situation that makes them uncomfortable first. Let them experience the outside world as more of an adult before you're just like, here's a ton of money. Welcome to the NBA. Yeah, I have no problem with that. I mean, everybody would be like. Well, Kobe didn't go to college. LeBron didn't go. Okay. For every Kobe and LeBron, I can name six, seven guys who tried it out of high school, failed miserably. I mean, I feel like the, the future Kobe-LeBron types will just do the one year in the G League and then enter the draft. Can you be mad at that? The kid's going to so, go to the G League, make some money, then enter the draft, make more money. So uh, so if it was a pro, that means players like – like say like Jamie or Jamie Rose, he's our senior. Uh, I'll say um, Proctor from Duke. He could have. Oh no, I'm sorry. He's already in college already. I'm so so high school yeah, prospects. Yeah, yeah. He is hot Any high school the, prospect could just go straight to the draft. Yes. So Bronny I has mean, to wait a year. Oh. Good. Let him go play college. I want to see Bronny in college. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, actually, I do want to see him in college. See how see how he. Or if he doesn't USC. want to do that, playing the G League. For going him. to USC, I'm calling it. Oh, thank you, y'all. NBA Cypher for subscribing to the channel. That'd be dope. NBA Cypher, subscribe to the channel. I appreciate this subscription, man. Um, so, Brian's going to go to USC and who else? Huh? No, because Dylan said he thinks Brian's going to USC. 
Oh, I'm not no, sure I, what saying, the... I got a I got a subscription from somebody. I know, I know. We we're, we're, we're talking. We're still talking about Bronny. Oh, okay. Because he, I think he released like a list, but I'm not sure what it's at. But I'm pretty sure USC is recruiting him hard. I'm pretty sure the number one recruit in the nation. He's going to USC, and he's like, Ronnie, come on. All right, NBA Cipher putting in the chat. Yeah, enjoying the show, guys. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Oh man. Enjoy the show. Yeah. Um, Thank thanks, you. man. I appreciate the subscription, man. Um, so yeah, I mean, do you have any um, any topics you want us to talk about NBA Cipher or like NBA topics you want us to discuss? We love the feedback and love you know the comments. Like right now, we're talking about the new CBA rules. Um, right now, as far as you know, um, the new changes of the playing tournament. Um, some, some a lot of money involved, like with. Uh, contract extension, trades, um, what teams can do, limitations. So anything that you we haven't discussed or discussed, you can you know, or if, if anything you want us to talk about, let us know in the comments. You know, we'll pull your topic up. But um, I know I saw something about the Jalen Brown rule, which you know, well, that after you. that's that's gotta mean something. The Jalen Brown rule. Oh shit. Camera when I saw it. something about like uh, contracts for. The Jalen Brown rule. <laughs> we did I hear that? There's no yeah, drama behind it. <laughs> As I said, he will be a subject. All these people trying to be like, oh my god, he's gonna leave. He ain't going nowhere. What do you think about the NCAA? But when, tournament? but when he does leave, I'm I'm gonna laugh like this. He's not leaving. <laughs> Hey, when Braun leaves to go wherever Bronny's going, Kyle will laugh back too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it, already been set in stone where he, where he goes. So I'm, I'm not going to be like, I don't even care. All right, here we go. <laughs> Under the old collective bargaining agreement, most veterans could only sign extensions that increase their salary by 20% in the first season of the New Deal. This unfairly punished teams for signing players to contracts that were below market value. Brown was the highest profile example, 20% limitation. Uh, okay, so their only hope of extending him early would have been Brown earning all NBA honors and therefore qualifying for a super max extension. But now, instead of 20%, the figure jumped up to 40%. The bump is enough to take Brown to his extended max, which may not guarantee his signature in Boston, but at least it gives the Celtics worth the freedom to offer him what he is worth. Because that ties into the whole all NBA stuff, where you know, because well, I think that's part of the CBA that the all NBA stuff is now positionless. It doesn't really help Jalen Brown this year, but thinking because he plays a certain position, he may he may not make all NBA, which then affects his contract down the line. I felt like that was always a dumb thing. So now by putting this in there, you can kind of offer guys contracts like they would have earned as an All-NBA if you viewed them as an All-NBA player. So I think that's a good thing. But Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. He's not going um, anywhere. Tatum and Brown, <laughs> they're there to stay. Yeah, and they, oh, also NBA Cyber, since you disrespect the channel, make sure you put your, uh, your the post notifications on so when I go live or whatever, you can – 
let you know on that live, but um, uh, I think the, okay, he posted a comment. Um, Agreed. Agreed. I think that's, the that's basically what Kyle was saying. I think the tournament is, um, is, is could be great for fans, but I'm not sure that players will love it. Yeah, that's a good point because you know some people want to you know. Um, that's why I brought up the soccer aspect of it is like Manchester United has their top squad for the Premier League season. Depending on the cup, they'll put guys who normally don't play a lot into those cup games just to give them experience. So for Cypher, if you didn't hear what I was saying, it was just like teams will probably just use the in-season tournament to play, you know, draft picks, second-year guys who aren't necessarily getting rotation minutes, throw them out in the in-season tournament because it doesn't affect wins or losses for the season, doesn't affect your playoff position, gives them experience playing time, and then that's a way to kind of build them up without tossing them into the rotation necessarily. So, yeah, I don't think a lot of their players are probably playing it. But, yeah, if there's a bunch of G League guys and young players playing in these, then, yeah, I, I would watch it definitely. I did, I feel like the article when it said um, it, it could bring back, like, I mean, I mean, I guess it's true that, like, you know, back in the day, you the Boston Celtics rivalry, you know, the teams that hate each other. Um, that has kind of gone away because, like, you don't have the Larry Birds in the league or the Michael Jordans and, like, the people who, like, were – the ones who started, you know, the the whole, you know, the rivalry movement, right? Um, but I do, uh, I yeah, do Cypher, like. Cypher. Actually, Cypher Cypher, in the chat. actually, Cypher is is um more is uh, his name is his Maurice. He's gonna be on the show with us Monday or tonight. Oh, okay, okay. What's up? What's up? What's up? I don't know. Okay. His, yeah, I think that is YouTube. Um, my bad. I'm not talking about the way I'm just <laughs> looking at. I just want to mm -hmm. see. The That's word. exactly what he's doing. <laughs> but, um, I did like the article and how it said that like it would bring back like those. It could bring back like that fiery competitiveness of like in between the division. Cause like you know, I mean obviously like, I mean do you consider Lakers and Golden State a rivalry? Like kind of like, I mean I mean this current team. You know what I'm saying or like. I mean, who's in the Celtics division? I mean, the Knicks. Are we? Are they? Are we there in your division? Celtics and Philly hate each other. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm saying as far as just like back in the day, where it's like teams used to be used to breathe down that player's neck, or that team just didn't like each other. Gotta be Let good for an extended period of time to build that. Celtics Bucks don't like each other either. Um, yeah, so he said, What's good, fam? Um, what's good, Maurice? How you doing, boss? Uh, me and Kyle will see you later on. Actually, we'll see you in like four hours, I think. If he Get puts 2.0, I think the good season tournament could turn into that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like I said earlier, just because it's an end season tournament doesn't mean it has to be regular season. So, what is it's end season, though? That's what I'm confused. It's going to be it like just, it's a tournament that will happen during the current NBA season. It, it will could happen be before or break. after it will happen. Yep. So, I mean, all like, but I'm, I doubt I that because they don't want to take attention away from the All Star game. Yeah. I guess my I guess my question is like, it's not going to be like a random point where it's like, oh, it's like a little random break. It's going to be like maybe after the playoffs or. I don't know when when it would happen though. Like, could they wouldn't want to break it that the whole like traveling up. Oh well, join your audio is kind of going. Yeah, the audio is going a little loud. Good. I thought that Hello? was me. 
Hello? Yeah, we hear you. You're, yeah, you're good. good now, but when you're talking, your audio was going like in and out. Oh, but. yeah. I guess my question was when would they have, I guess, I mean, I guess we don't know yet, but like when would they put, when, when would they implement that into the season? Like where, at what point? Like, because like you said, um, they don't want to take away the all-star break. I mean, you could do it during the all-star break because the all-star break is like a week and a half now, I think. But the actual all-star festivities is only Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So if you wanted to right. do it like Monday to Thursday, okay, we got something. But yeah, they'll never have the two of them cross, of course, because the way the all-star game is going, you might have more people tune into the in-season tournament anyway. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but what, the, like the plan? Yeah, the little in-season we... tournament, if it crossed with like the NBA All-Star game, more people might uh, watch the in-season tournament than the All-Star game, and the NBA definitely doesn't want that to happen. True, true. Um, but is there anything other that we missed? Oh, I mean, uh, like playoff matchups. Um, I know we've, we've been talking heavily in the group chat about the Mavs. They're slipping. Um, they're 11 seed. Uh, Kyrie and the whole Luka. They're saying about bitching, bitching them both. Um, just you know, get that ten spot in the draft. That's or maybe. Who knows? That could just be someone using their Twitter fingers and being like, "It's possibility." Like, yeah, it is. Like, if they fall out of it and they're completely eliminated from the plane, okay, then you know, sit Luca and Kyrie because what's the point? But as long as they're still in contention for it, they're not going to shut them down. I mean, if they keep on losing games, they will be. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how far they're behind tenth, but I mean, I think it's they're still, they're literally, it's literally like, like one game. Yeah, it's it's still too close. To it's it's literally like back. if any of these teams in this play-in tournament in the West lose, like it could just mess them up. And if one team wins, it's like, yeah, it's gonna fluctuate. So I think like, we're like a half game or two games away from six spot. Um, so the LKC holds that ten seed, and then um, Dallas is right behind them at 37, 37 to forty-two. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, I don't know why you're shaking your head, Kyle. I mean, I'm just telling you the fact. I'm looking at the standings. I mean, Lakers we, we are... were talking about Dallas. You talking? Well, you know, no, but like, I'm just looking at Lakers half game behind six or whatever. From, we're from not talking about Dallas. If you don't cut me off, I was going to mention Dallas. I'm going to say we Let's are at start the with city. Dallas. We don't start with the Lakers. We're talking about Dallas. <laughs> no, it's my show, the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> but okay, fine. Dallas is eleventh. Okay. Lakers are seventh. All right, that better. Okay, so can you go go through seven to all the way through there, so we can hear the list right, of teams? Because no, it's like I can't I can't do that because Lakers are number seven. You literally just told us <laughs> Dallas is eleventh. Oh, Lakers are in seventh. Who's in tenth? Who's Dallas chasing? You gotta tell us that. Yeah, because uh, the Pelicans I'm, are eight. I'm getting, Pelicans I'm getting are to eight. That. I don't know who nine is. Ten is the Thunder. Lakers are seven. Uh, eight is New Orleans. Oh my okay. god! Eight is New I did, Orleans. I, did, I actually didn't uh, know Orleans uh, 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 Minnesota is ninth. No, Minnesota is ten. So they're chasing OKC to get to that ten spot. OKC is in a weird spot too, because I feel OKC, like OKC. The remaining games are against the Warriors, okay. uh, Jazz, mm-hmm. and Grizzlies. And I heard that Kessler. Um, their best player, or their second best player on the Jazz, is uh, sitting now, marketing, or marketing going well, first player. But I'm saying as a mm-hmm. their big man, um, 
Yeah, because Utah Utah doesn't want to make the play in. He needs surgery, so that's a big thing for them. Um, yeah. Utah doesn't want to win right now. So that, I was saying the tricky thing with Oklahoma City is they're still they're not title contenders yet. So I feel like they probably would like a high draft pick, but what are they going to do with it? I would love to see Shea in a play-in style to see if he could pull it off. Yeah, I want I want to see the Thunder in the playoffs because yeah. when Shed's healthy, I'm thinking the Thunder should be a playoff team. Yeah. Like, like the crazy thing with the Thunder, it's like they got a lot of draft picks and stuff like that. But it's like, man, their draft they have a star already on their team, and their draft picks are actually pretty good already. So like. Yeah. You know, I mean, Matt, is playing I mean, well. Matt, I mean, if, if if the Thunder drop one of the next three games, I mean, either against the Warriors, I can see them going to say a seven half point favorite. Um, I mean, the Mavs kind of have an easy schedule. I mean, they, I mean, to close it out, they have um, they have the Kings. Playing, there's nothing easy for them. The Kings, Bulls, and then the Spurs. Right. To run up see, they can get the they can beat the Spurs. They can beat the Bulls, the Kings. So that will be tough, but. Unless Kings sit there, um, I'm pretty sure they're, sure they're going to sit down. There beating the Spurs, beating players. the Bulls, that's possible. You could see the Mavericks taking so out the Lakers that, in the playoffs. So, so it's possible, possible the Kings can uh, can bench their starting players because they're a lot of luck in their seed. Well, I mean, um, so can't, the, I, can't the Kings still technically get the two? Or are they I thought they, are, they already clinched already. Yeah. No, but, they just have the playoffs off, but I mean – they could get the two seed. I, I think, think so. They got the X. So I mean, they got the they clinch. Yeah, that means they clinch. But no, they we're, we're the just talking about seeding. Number two yeah. seed. Because then the Grizzlies are only ahead of them by like a game and a half. They're two games. Okay, it's two games. So yeah, they could. Yeah, they could still, still possible, but they might not care if they can stick at third. And then, um, and Phoenix is four games behind them. So Phoenix, that's kind of a so. It's whether so, like, so, yes, like, so Lakers next yeah. games is I guess yeah. uh, they got Jazz, Clippers, Suns, and Jazz. Mavericks could win out. So, you you playing the, the Lakers in the playing tournament. Lakers have Jazz, Clippers, Suns, and Jazz again, and we're like two games behind Warriors and Warriors. Think they they play the Mavs. Man, are you selling your own team short? I mean, no, nah, I'm sorry. They're they only, they're only the, half game behind. Another half game, okay. Yes. We'll get because, okay, you're right. So I have a game. So forty, and then they're forty-one. Yep. And you should be cheering for the Mavericks right now. You would want Golden State to lose. Yeah, but I mean, on the money line, it's uh, the Warriors are like eight and a half points. So screw the money line. You want the Warriors to lose because if the Warriors lose and your team wins, you know, yeah, you can succeed. Who's the play-in? You don't even have to be uh, in who they, uh, Who's the Warriors next game? They're hit Thunder tomorrow. Although they're getting Wiggins back. That's going to be a nice shot in the arm. Oh, play. yeah. I'm excited Although, for I don't know where his head's going to be the first two games coming back with all that he's been dealing with. Oh, man. I think he's, I think he's just playing. Clay, Clay Thompson's going to throw him an alley-oop, and he's going to catch it from, like, the free throw line, and everything <laughs> will be okay. So this I'll just say, this is wild, all the stuff is that's it, been going on. Is the sixth spot, is the sixth spot, is, is that, um, is that, like, out of the playing tournament? Like, just out of the playing mm, Yeah. That's, yep. that, yes, that's that's the first spot outside the playing. So seven through ten. So you point. get the Kings in the first round. You get play. You play the Kings in the first round, probably if you yes. got the six seed. 
Yeah. So I mean, any uh, I guess before we end it, I mean, do you have any matchups that y'all want to see come playoff time? Um, any man, East and West. I love you, Kyle, but it's looking like my Hawks will probably like best case scenario will have to face the Celtics if like the play-in goes well for us, and I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. But like, I don't want to see my team lose at all in the play-in tournament, so. That's probably what's going to have to happen. So that's kind of where I'm facing being a Hawks fan. Well, I mean, I'm, well, because it, it looks like either the Hawks get the Celtics or the Bucks. I mean, I don't know if you want to take a chance with the Bucks either. So, yeah. I mean, Brooklyn, give them credit. I thought Brooklyn was going to fall out. It seems yeah. like they may hang on to the sixth seed, which kind of wild to me but I mean, we just beat them the, the other day we just beat them the other day which helped but they got i mean they beat they i mean i would say they won that trade man um with with the Mavs. they I mean they got the better pieces back finney smith and brooklyn was always anyway. gonna win that trade because they just had to get rid of Kyrie. that to me right, that's enough right. to win the trade i mean yes they obviously pulled one over on cuban which desperation of an owner who likes to be in the spotlight, sometimes you can take advantage of, of that situation because Cuban had no business basically gutting the top rotation guys where everybody looked at Dallas as not that deep of a team anyway and you traded the guys who were in the top of the rotation. For what reason? Yeah. Yeah, man, it's it's not like they got like a DeJounte Murray, like a, you know, a, a good defensive guard. No, you traded your defensive pieces away for more offense. Right. Made no sense. So, but hey, that's Jason Kidd's issue. I'm sure Jason Kidd probably sits in his office, closes the door, and just bangs his head on his desk like... He has, like he's holding a picture of like just Dorian Finney-Smith just going like... <laughs> right. It was... I, I don't get it. Do not get it. Because I thought, I mean, it's still not as bad like the Gobert deal with the four first-round picks and all that. That looks pretty bad. This one, Dallas Eyes, it's it's right up there as awful trades from this season. Yeah. Gobert hasn't been horrible as of late either. So, I mean, I'm interested so, to see what the Timberwolves do. I hated the Mike Conley. The, the Mike Conley-D-Lo trade really looks bad now. Like the Mike Conley... Yeah, all that move really looks horrible. Um, but, yeah. you know, that's the Timberwolves' problem. You know, maybe well, D'Lo wasn't playing his greatest when he was at Minnesota. That's kind of hints why they traded him. And a change of scenery helped them. Maybe they thought Mike Conley would help them. Obviously, it hasn't been super great. He's had some great games, but mm, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess to answer your question, Jordan, the matches I want to see – uh, Cleveland and the Knicks has to happen in the first round. For Steve, for the lack of Stephen A. sanity, I need to see that. I think. I mean, Boston, Miami in the first round. Even though, as a Celtics fan, I probably that's one of the teams at the bottom I'd hate to see. Except the Hawks and the Hawks the, and the Hawks. No, <laughs> because of the unpredictability of Miami, where you you may want to knock them down, but they'll. They're going like a two-week run where they look unstoppable. 
Um, I'll Playoff West, Jimmy I would, Butler. Right. It's it's a thing. It's a infuriating that he only waits for certain moments to show how great he is, but that is true. Out West, I'd love to see Memphis Golden State because we know the history between those two teams. Um, I think Sacramento, New Orleans, if that ever happened, would be fun. The only way that could really happen is Sacramento would have to probably catch Memphis and then, you know, New Orleans win the play-in to get the 2-7 matchup. But I think two young teams like that would be interesting to see those two go up against each other. I wouldn't be mad at Sacramento-Golden State because of you might get a seven-game series of like 145-140 games, which... Oh, yeah, that's going to be a no-defense. Like, we're just going crazy offensively. Like, you're going to see Curry shoot, like, 27 threes. DeMontis Sabonis is going to have, like, 27, 24, and 38. Like, <laughs> it's going to be crazy. crazy. Phoenix Clippers could be a sneaky good opening round in the playoffs. Well, that's going to be 4-5? Yeah. Hmm. All the, I mean, right now, okay, Jordan, I'm, I'm going to give some praise to your Lakers. The Lakers are a half game behind the Clippers in fifth as well, which I swear if they get up there, you and Freddie might make me lose my mind, but whatever. But if you give me Lakers Phoenix in the first round, I'd be you interesting. Might have something there. That'd be interesting. I think if the Lakers get up to the like, like Lakers seed, they'll be. Yeah, Lakers yeah I think if the Lakers get up to like, the fifth seed, they'd be looked at as more like a legitimate threat, like more like, oh, okay. But like, play in right now it's like that's we've seen them there before mm-hmm. yeah yeah you get kd lebron i mean opening AD, round cp3 against his boy lebron austin reeves versus um, yeah cp3 and austin reeves yeah two-point gods <laughs> hey i'm wearing i'm wearing my ou basketball like shirt too so yeah prepared Actually, I'll probably be pulling for that. I'll I will pull for the Lakers to get the five seed to see Phoenix Lakers in the first round. See, Jordan, I'm not a complete Laker hater. I can I can show. Yeah, I'd be fine with that because then you'd still get you'd still get um, Sacramento, Golden State, and then sorry, Clippers fans. If you still made the playoffs, like you're gonna have to face the Grizzlies, which is not even a bad matchup. I wouldn't be mad at that either. Russell Westbrook, Jaw Morant, shades of kind of match. Westbrook and Dylan Brooks. That would be funny. Well, see? Would fight each see, other. see, we're, we're making the playoffs. Then who gets the eighth seed? Who gets mm-hmm. to face the Nuggets? Uh, so I just heard that um, NFL that uh, update the Ravens have have offered well, obviously Odell Beckham a contract, but according to Adam Schefter, but they haven't said the numbers of like the contract years. Um, so it seems like the Jets and the Ravens are the two teams in the mix for Odell. The Rams also possibly in the mix. Odell so wouldn't sign with either one until either Rodgers gets traded there or Lamar, Lamar comes back. Signs. I just saw like something on Twitter about Ian Rappaport saying that. Uh... Let me see a second. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it. Um, he was Aaron Rodgers how... getting traded. I don't know. 
Like, what? Well, he like, needs just, to go retire. The Jets want Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers wants to be a Jet. Green Bay doesn't want him. Like, just screw the protection. Give up whatever you have to give up and just call it good. Or, or I mean, I guess in Green Bay like, said, like just Green take Bay's whatever. Probably, like, give us, give us Mims, give us more. Give us one of those guys. No. Give us like. I think Green Bay is like, like I don't want to have to give you two first rounders. Like, can we give you like a first and two seconds? Or the Jets are probably like that. Yeah, I feel like Green Bay is trying to get crazy oh, yeah. compensation out of out of the Jets. Green Bay is like... probably like two first and Mims, and right. like probably a couple seconds. And the Jets are like, how about yeah. a first? And you can have Mims. Mims. And now we're talking. Yeah. I'm sure Green Bay, I'm sure A-Rod's going to put some pressure on them to get it done. Or he'll threaten to go back into his cave. I don't know. That guy. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do different kinds of drugs if I don't get traded. No. I hope it gets done. And when I they do don't too. finish first in the AFC East, I want to hear what people have to say then. I will root for everybody other than the Jets, even if it's not my Patriots that win the division. I'll root for everybody else. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we covered most of what we need to talk about today. Um, the reason why, like, I wanted to like push that episode out because I'm gonna be gone. Uh, I'm going to crew actually um, starting Friday. I'll be I'll be I'm gonna go during Easter. So I wanna had an episode out over been like what three or four weeks without an episode. So I want to you know give the fans what they've been looking for, what they've been waiting for. Um, I, I did add my guest, my my bro Dylan Reed to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, he I think it's second time on my show. Um, mm-hmm. It's not part of the Sports Empire Network, um, but, but I am a part of the network. The show is not. Um, I am a part of the Big Three podcast um, tomorrow on we'll Tuesdays. Um, I'm not gonna be there because uh, I got the interview with some uh, a job. So, uh oh, no, no, I lied. But I'm not gonna be there Uh-oh. just because some procedural some reasons. Um, but I'm just packing for my trip and everything. I'm gonna be busy. Uh, I am on the market for a job. I'm looking for a job. I'm looking. I'm. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm send Jordan. Here. Send Jordan job places. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, and, then, and me and Kyle are actually on what at at the five o'clock hour. We'll be on two hours, two and a half on the Cheap Seats podcast. Um, but before I edit, um. How 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 can people find you guys on your socials or you know how can people re- how can people reach out to y'all? Yeah, I mean you can just find me just on the Sports Empire Network right now, doing big big three podcasts and then whatever other stuff people need help with. You don't have a social Dylan? No, no, not really, not yet, really, because I don't have like a brand yet, and I don't want to do all that work just for it not to be something. Like I want it to be exactly how I want it to be. You know, gotcha, gotcha. rather have a smooth layout than a rocky one. Yeah, no, yeah, makes amen sense. To that, amen to that. Uh, Kyle Edwards, uh, aka Zion Williamson. You have any? Uh... 
I will. I mean, I'm on. You're about to be back for the playoffs. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Pelicans are watching. You need to play five minutes. I can play five minutes, get six quick fouls. I could do that. He's gonna pull. He's gonna pull a hamstring and be out the rest of the. He play said, oh, he said I could take out LeBron oh, in the playing for oh, you." My, he's gonna be like SpongeBob. My leg. Just know, if I'm not on the show. If Zion is playing, you just know. I put it out there. Yeah, we know what you mean. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I'm on Sports Empire Network. I'm on there Mondays, <laughs> Tuesdays, and Thursdays. To be fair, I haven't seen I haven't seen Zion Williamson and Kyle in the same room together. Oh, I mean, you're looking right at him, man. I mean, saying, exactly. Yeah, but do you know where Zion is right now? He's in Atlanta right now, man. He's rehabbing like Lamar did. <laughs> we know where Kyle's at. Although that little video they showed of Zion like working out on the court before the game. That dude looks a few weeks off. He wasn't looking, I don't know, a little, a little sketchy with that one. But hopefully he can come back for at maybe least a gonna call, uh Maybe you're going to call Willie Green and be asked for a two-way contract, Kyle. And be like, oh, I look just like him, man. I got the same body, the body build. He's like, just give me the jersey. I can knock down a couple my, threes. Take off my glasses for you. Actually, Kyle, he did. Take take our glasses real quick, man. You think I look more like Zion with the off or something? Come on, bro. Please, for the one time, now. <laughs> I ain't got no problem. To what? Damn. <laughs> hey, man. Let's go. Zion, bro. <laughs> I guess. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, bro. I'm on. Sports if I know Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. My I'll pop up. Some Wednesdays and Fridays, but those are the three main days. I mean, I have my own show, Chomping at the Bit. Find that on YouTube. Go to the About page. You'll get everything else. I got Twitch and everything, but find it off on the YouTube page. And you'll be fine. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, all right, all right. Well, I'm the co-host, Jordan, or I'm, I'm the main host, Jordan John Lewis. I got my boy, Dylan. Um, mm-hmm. And I got my boy, Kyle Edwards, man. Zion Williamson, man. Hey. Hawkins, man. His son's right by his bedside. If you need to call him, you know, he's, he's, he only to get his shoes on. He's here ball for y'all. I mean, I'll make appearances as him. As long as you pay me, I don't care. <laughs> well, with that being said, this will be concluded today's episode. Um, this is your JJ Sports Talk, and we out. All right.